0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for February 5th. CMS has proposed a slight decrease in Medicare Advantage benchmark payments for 2025. The, is- the agency issued its proposed 2025 rate notice at the end of January, cutting benchmark payments by 0.2% on average. Risk model revision will amount to a 2.45% decline in revenue. Plans should expect to see 3.7% higher revenue overall, with an MA risk store trend of 3.86%, the average increase in risk adjustment payments year-over-year, offsetting risk model revisions, and a projected decline in star rating bonuses. CMS Administrator Chiquita Brooks-LaSure said that CMS continues to ensure that MA and Part D prescription drug plans remain strong, stable, and affordable. The advance notice upholds robust and stable options for people with Medicare while strengthening payment accuracy. CMS is continuing to phase in coding adjustment changes, to that the agency announced last year. The changes are shifting MAs, diagnosing coding from ICD-9 to ICD-10, and removing certain codes from the HCC model. Will, those will be, changes will be phased in between this year and 2026. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona is now out of network with Dignity Health's Arizona locations as of February 1st. Yavapai Regional Medical Center, which is one of Dignity Health's hospitals, is the only hospital still in network. Medicare Advantage, Individual Plan, and federal employee members are still in network with the system through 2025. BCBS Arizona said that Dignity had repeatedly rejected the payers' many offers of fair and reasonable increases, Dignity said the insurer rejected an offer from the hospital to extend the, go- the negotiation period by six or two weeks. Well, a former Dean Health Plan employee was arrested for making threats after being laid off from his job. That's according to a police incident report from out of Madison, Wisconsin. Dean Health Plan is a subsidiary of Medica based out of Minnesota. A spokesperson for the plan told Beckers February 2nd that the nonprofit insurer has laid off 162 employees across the organization. The Dean Health Plan employee was arrested for disorderly conduct and making terrorist threats, according to a February 1st report from the city's police department. The Health Plan's campus in Madison was closed February 1st following those threats. A spokesperson for the payer said that the safety of their employees is top priority and they have shut access off to all buildings on campus. All employees and contractors have safely evacuated the campus. Medica offers Medicaid, Medicare, individual, and commercial insurance and has about one and a half million members in total. Well, the Cigna Group is projecting $235 billion in revenue by the end of 2024, and the company recorded double digit growth in the fourth quarter across its core lines of business at Evernorth and Cigna Healthcare. That's according to its year end earnings report published February 2nd. Total revenues at Cigna in the fourth quarter were just over $51 billion. Total revenues last year were $195 billion. Debt income was $1 billion in the fourth quarter and $5.2 billion in 2023. That's down 23% year over year. Evernorth revenues rose 12% to $40.5 billion in the fourth quarter alone. Operational earnings in the fourth quarter were nearly $1.5 billion. On the insurance side of the business, they reported fourth quarter revenues of nearly $13 billion. Operational income in the fourth quarter was $925 million. That's up up from last year, and they also recorded $4.2 billion in income in 2023. The company's medical loss ratio was 82.2% in the fourth quarter, compared to 83.8% during the same period last year. As of December 31st, Cigna has 19.9 million total medical members. That's up 10%, though 601,000 Medicare Advantage members are being sold to Healthcare Service Corporation. On a February 2nd call with investors, Cigna CEO David Cordani said that Medicare is still a very attractive business for the company, especially for Evernorth, its health services arm. Still, its Medicare offerings were taking up a disproportionate share of the company's resources relative to its size, which is why it will be selling its Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplement, and Part D plans to Healthcare Service Corporation for $3.3 billion. As part of that deal, Evernorth will continue to provide health services to customers being transferred to HCSC. Mr. Cordani said that the company is pleased with the nature of the transaction and how they're able to structure it with HCSC. They see it as a win-win and a clarification to their strategy within the company's portfolio. Mr. Cordani said the Medicare market is still an expansion opportunity for Evernorth. Medicare Advantage continues to be popular among adults who generally report high satisfaction with the program, though the peak of older adults aging into the program has passed, according to Mr. Cordani. He said they've been deliberate now for several years, working to expand the service portfolio and the value proposition within Evernorth for health plan partners, as it relates to the company's government services, be it Medicare, duels or Medicaid. He also said that Evernorth prefers to partner with providers rather than acquire them out- outright. Cigna is focused on acquisitions for a few key areas, including home health, behavioral, and virtual care. Signal recorded double-digit growth, of course, and as Mr. Cordani concluded, he said they've demonstrated a very attractive proven track record of growing government reach through the services franchise, and they will continue to fuel that on a go-forward basis and see that as an attractive trajectory. Well, the campaign to put a Medicaid expansion proposal to Florida voters is now underway. Florida Decides Healthcare, a group in Florida, is seeking to raise $12 million to fund work to collect signatures to get the issue on the ballot in 2026. That initiative would require 1 million signatures from state residents and approval from the state Supreme Court to appear on the ballot, and more than 60% of voters would have to approve the initiative for it to take effect. Florida is one of 10 states that has not expanded Medicaid eligibility to all low-income adults. And finally, Florida Blue has opened a primary care center for Medicare beneficiaries and Florida Blue members over the age of 50. According to a January 31st news release, the payer will partner, will open a clinic in Jacksonville, and that will be operated by Sanitas, which Florida Blue has partnered with since 2015. The payer opened four primary care clinics with Sanitas last year. The newest clinic will provide primary and preventive care, pharmacy services, mental health care, chronic care management, and space for wellness classes and activities. Sunidus operates in five states and primarily serves members of Blue Cross Blue Shield Plans. The company operates 50 medical centers serving 470,000 Florida Blue members. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.